Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Yo, yo, it's me, Richard Aaron. I'm back from America. How you doing? Welcome to another Rich Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast with me, Rich Herring, and my guest this week is Sophie Hagen. Um, there's some good stuff in this and loads of stuff we had to beep out. That's, that'll be funny. It's always worth coming to see these shows so you can catch the stuff that is unbroadcastable. Um, and we're starting again on the 3rd of October for nine weeks. Do come along, go to the Leicester Square Theatre website and you can book tickets there. Also, we're doing, as it occurs to me again, very soon. The first episode is being recorded on the 11th of September, 9-11. No, 11-9, that's, that's what it's like. Yeah, let's, you don't have to worry, it's not sick because it's literally the 11th of the 9th. Um, and uh, there's still lots of tickets left. It would be terrific if you would come along and support that and the subsequent shows, which are monthly until February. Go to com, I think, and you can find tickets for that. But anyway, don't worry about that. Let's sit back and enjoy Richard Haynes' Leicester Square Theatre Podcast with the wonderful uh, Sophie Hagen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre, where there has been an emergency. Please, please welcome a man who will carry on the show, whatever comatose state you manage to get yourself into. It's Richard Herring! 
welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Or as I was um, at the Hacky Sack World <laughs> Champions. Look how guys amazing they are. They can kick a little thing and they call it rehearsal amongst their communities. Oh, that's catching on. Uh, so uh, last week's show, the audience were so excited they've stayed uh, for an- another week because it was so. <laughs> Uh, unbeknownst to me and my guest uh, Graham Lynn, there was a there was an emergency in the in the auditorium. Someone uh, collapsed. Uh, you may have uh, there was a guy who was slow clapping quite a lot of things, like he was a supervillain. Uh, I was a bit suspicious when he slow clapped the bit about uh, Graham's wife having an abortion. It's like... <laughs> uh, so I thought that's a bit odd. I'll ignore it. He's clearly crazy. <laughs> We've had some drunk people in before, actually, so I thought he was probably drunk, he was trying to chip in a bit, but apparently he had, he sort of collapsed, uh, and uh, uh, he's dead. He died. He died, but we, um... We, uh, Me and Sophie were talking backstage, and we decided to carry on as a tribute. We're going to put a picture of him up now. You know, lovingly, I'll hold this and then superimpose his dead face onto... He's fine, he's fine. He was just, uh, he was just uh, drunk. He thought, he, was, he thought he was coming to see the premiere with that woman from Ex Machina in it, apparently. Not that I'm obsessed with robots. So it's... Uh... <laughs> it was a bit of an excitement, wasn't it? Did, were you excited, audience? Ooh, yeah, we love it. When people collapse, Rich, that's why we come. There's, there's the audience. They did nothing. Uh, when, it, when that bloke... When that bloke needed a neighbour, were they there? Were they there? No. No, we weren't there, Rich. We... Was anyone scared? There's a man holding his or someone holding his hand. Did you help? Or you are, are you the guy? Is he back in? You saved him. What did you do to save him? Kiss a life? You put him on his side. Did he touch his willy while you're doing it? You might as well. Comatose, right? If he can't get you, can't remember it. Yeah? Yeah, you're right. That was inappropriate. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for putting him on his side. Uh, apparently that's what killed him, though. The, the all of his sets. Or it's everything goes. So you are a murderer, as well as a sex pest, and I've got you on. Someone told me you did touch his willy, that's why I mentioned. Might as well, eh, Andy, eh? Give it a little one, might as well. Free, innit? It's a free one. So uh, let's, um, let's crack on. Let's crack on. No, I'm not advocating that at all. So will you please welcome uh, a woman... She's probably best known for her appearance on Afton Show It. That is why we are... That's why most of us are here to see that. She was also in, uh, not a proper rehearsal, but the one we did in Sligo. Yeah, the one we did in Sligo, which I can't remember the proper name of. Uh, which you probably didn't listen to, which is lucky, because we're going to talk about all the same things again. <laughs> Will you please welcome Sophie Hagen, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is. Come in, sit down. Hello. You're in the proper... This is the proper one. The big room. It is. On the, I think at the end of the last uh, podcast I said you might get onto this in ten years' time. <laughs> and here you are now. You've fast-tracked in. This is also because abandonment cancelled. <laughs> they, they, were, they were meant to be there. I, I, I chose you above abandonment in Sligo. That was my two choices in Sligo. No, because they'd gone home, hadn't they? <laughs> well, I, I don't, they'd gone choice. home because I'd slighted them. Um, <laughs> what is Afton Showet, which you were in? What are you saying? Afton Showet. Oh, that's just like a that's just a talk show, like a yeah. evening, like this. But was it you know, as good as this? Televised. It? 
feeling I tried to film the audience and I think I forgot to press uh, record. Which does show. Look at that. Yeah, we can use that. <laughs> then I get the cameraman fee for that. that. So that is... Uh, <laughs> who's the host of Afton Show It? Oh, just like regular presenters. Oh, you don't even like know. evening... Oh, be no. It's about the only thing you've ever done on IMDb. <laughs> and you're going around like, oh, I don't know Is what it? it was. Do I have an... You've got I, this, am course, I on IMDb? Yeah, you're on everything. You're on Dirty Britcom Confessions. <laughs> oh, wait, what? We talked about that last time. It's not a very uh, good one. Uh, but oh, it's, uh, wait, there's no more. No, no more has happened. There's no extra ones, I'm afraid. No, no. So what I wanted mainly to talk to you about... You're from Denmark, right? It's yes. It's in um, the north of Europe, still in the EU. Uh, and um, <laughs> why do... The Danish people have all those extra bits of punctuation and stuff, and all the what? Why have they got all the weird? Why have you got all those weird? Like you put a cross through an O, and there's like little bubbles. Oh, letters. On, yeah, on bubbles. <laughs> why have you got all those extra bits? <laughs> no one told me about the extra punctuation. <laughs> well, it's like you know they've got the normal letters, and then you've yeah. got O's with a line Three through extra. them, and like a little. It's like a bubbles coming off the top of a yeah. an A or something. Yeah. Like it's going to float off. Is that your impersonation? Why, yeah, that's my impersonation of, of your Danish, your stupid Danish alphabet. <laughs> why, why have you got that? Uh, it's, uh, it, it's... <laughs> How else? It's arrogant, is what I'm saying. Yeah. We it's make do. With, uh, the French are arrogant, they've got the, uh, a few accents like that. You're going, yeah. yeah, showing off, there's no need for that. And a circumflex, that's showing off. But what you've got you loads doing? of stuff in uh, Would Danish. Would you go like, would you do this if you had, like, a Russian community? Yeah, I would, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just it making sure. It wouldn't be equality. as funny, though, because Russia's a proper country, so it's... <laughs> so they deserve to have their own art. They've, they've created their whole own alphabet. That's all right. Cyrillic is a, a new alphabet. You've taken our alphabet, the English alphabet, <laughs> invented in... It was invented in England by Ian Alphabet. <laughs> and then you've added... You go, oh, it's not good enough for us in Denmark. I wish I knew... More. Yeah, well, I thought you would because I wrote an article by yours and it was all in funny letters and stuff. So I thought, well, she must know what they are. It's not like you would have understood it if it it hadn't been that. It would. Because we established last time basically all Danish is just saying English words in a slightly weird way. Coo. Coo. That's cow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I never listened to the last one. No, I just listened to it today, so I'm I'm right back on top of the Danish. I'm mainly just going to ask you how you say things in Danish. Okay. How do you say fuck in Danish? Fuck. (laughs) We we use it as well. Okay. So, which which meaning of the word fuck would you like to? Um, I would like it to mean like you're a fucking idiot. Well, we'd just say we'd say fucking. Fucking. That's not. Would you put an unusual bit of like a square coming off the C or something? We'd pronounce it with the A with the uh, O. Oh, do you? The A with the O. Oh, oh, fucking. Okay. Why do you need so many vowels? What's that? Why? People think I'm being racist, but this is the new Britain. So this is this is. You come over here. I think you're going to start imposing those strange. vowels on us, make us put them into our language. This might be a very good test for the test I will eventually have to take <laughs> in order to get to stay. <laughs> okay, I thought you'd know more. I thought you'd be able, able to did. tell us more about the... I'm I was... quite, I like those, I like the letters. Yeah, what I are like they, what's it called, the one with the bubble coming off? What's that? Uh, uh, oh. You don't even know what well, it is. You said the one with the bubble coming yeah. off. I was like, which one is that? Because <laughs> we just call them... Oh. Yeah. Uh, eh, uh, no. 
Okay. So A is the weird A with like the, kind of like a double A, yeah. and that's A. Or A, ah, that's the same as what we would call it. <laughs> what? A. Ah. Ah. Are you saying yeah. A? No? A. Ah. Ah. That's the name. That's what A, a is. Ah. A. And A, a is just an I, isn't it? A or an E? Yeah. No, it's A. You're not saying the sound. <laughs> a. Just stop being so pretentious. <laughs> just use them. There's five. There's five good vowels and a Y as well. If you're feeling fancy, <laughs> rid them. Put a Y in it. Why not? I like, I like Couple him. Um, <laughs> so uh, I didn't know where you were born. I was hoping you were born in Copenhagen so we could talk about Copenhagen, but you've lived in Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grew up in Wonderful, Copenhagen. wonderful Copenhagen. Yes. Beautiful girl of a town. I went there. It's not that good. It's, not, it's nice, right? It's nice. I'm not being racist. <laughs> It's nice, it's a nice town, but it's not, I wouldn't, I might, you might go, it's wonderful. But like going wonderful, wonderful, it's like sarcastic, isn't it? It's like when you get there, there was, a, well, I can remember, there was um, like a black, a black canal in there, is there? The what? There's a canal, was a bit black. There's a mermaid in it. Oh, yeah, I know the mermaid. Yeah. I don't, I haven't looked It just wasn't that good, and it's not good. No, that's shit, because it's tiny, yeah. and this is, who cares? So I think you should get on to the writers of that song because I went expecting it to be wonderful wonderful it was just okay (laughs) did you ever go to the pantomime museum in Copenhagen when you were there no but I went to the leprechaun museum in Dublin did you (laughs) how was it because I couldn't get brilliant it was brilliant I was like I'm going to be really bored but then the storyteller she's a comedian as well uh, Theresa Coyne uh, in Dublin and she was Brilliant! And she was telling all these stories, and we tried to make it tell the really dark, because it's like it's dark. Like the reason why they had these little leprechaun thingies, yeah. uh, with official way of describing them. There's some really dark stories about like mothers suffocating their babies yeah. to, you know, really fun. <laughs> so they kind of get off the leprechauns quite quickly, just into child murder. It's like, there's a leprechaun. But anyway, here's what we really want to tell you about. It'd be like if a, if a mother would, like, or, or a father, yeah, would, <laughs> if a person would, like, do something horrible, they'd go, oh, it's the leprechauns. It's because of the leprechauns. You go, oh, this, is, this, uh, this got really interesting really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I spoke to you, I asked you uh, which mythical Irish being you'd rather be, a leprechaun or a Jesus. And uh, you... <laughs> You didn't really know what a leprechaun was then, so this is but since the, you've been there. So you thought it was a unicorn I was talking about, I recall. <laughs> but now you know all about leprechauns, so you can yeah. tell me more about leprechauns. Did they have pots of gold and stuff in, in the museum? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't real gold. Uh. I found out when I went to the jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to uh, the Four Valstons Museum in uh, Copenhagen? Oh, No. It's, it's based on Bertolt Thorvaldsen, who was a sculptor, I think. Yeah. He, he lived and worked in Rome. Yeah. Why is there a museum to him in... Uh, <laughs> that's like Denmark going, oh, he's from Denmark. Let's have a museum. He didn't even like Denmark enough to stay. Again, I don't. I okay. mean, I didn't write the 
Danish no. history. <laughs> I, I didn't even read it. That my audience, my audience are uncomfortable in a way they would not have been before June the twenty third. And they are. I'm gonna. gonna <laughs> well, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm like sweaty. I'm like shit. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, Denmark. They won't, let, they won't let me back into Denmark now. I know. Well, I saw it's worrying. I mean, it's a worrying thing for uh, British comedians, UK comedians who want to go and work in Europe, which is quite a lot of. There's a lot mm-hmm. of gigs out there. But then that's it's such a. It'll be all right, right? Though they'll. they'll well, they let you back in. You can stay here. Well, and I, hide. can I? You can hide in my attic like a sort of Danish Anne Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'll protect you. But if they, if they, if like Nigel Farage's pink shirts come and get us, I'll go. She's upstairs. <laughs> upstairs, mate. I'm not. Not that committed. <laughs> It's a worrying worrying time, isn't it? It's an odd time. Yeah, I think so. I think it's scary. Do you think the EU is quite good? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm pro. I'm (laughs) I'm Remain. Yeah, because you're still in there. But But I feel selfish when I'm Remain. I'm like, yeah, I'll stay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd be interested to see what happens. Denmark is like, oh, yeah, the the Brits did it, so we might leave too. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, it's the bad Brits who did it. Yeah. You should tell the rest of Denmark that no one knows they're in it. They should keep their mouth shut until someone spots the. No one. I had to look up and just check you were in it. Because like some of those countries up there, I'm not saying all Scandinavians are the same, but I mean it's not really an insult, is it? Because they're all really great. So uh, all Scandinavians are the same with their good health systems and yeah. good looks and. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, so today. Today on Twitter, I noticed you did a survey, uh, it might have been this last week, <laughs> asking people who are following you uh, to, whether they weed in the shower yeah. and whether they brush their teeth in the shower. Yeah. And you said it was for a bet or to yeah. settle an argument. Yeah. What argument were you having and who with? Which, <laughs> which side were you thinking that's normal? It was, it was an argument with myself about okay. <laughs> whether or not I was normal. Okay. Which thought, do you do? You both of those things? Well, I had you? to check first okay. how many people thought it was disgusting before I decided to speak openly. Okay. <laughs> well, brushing your teeth in the shower is not disgusting, but it's, oh, a, it's weird. S- some of the, the tweets I got right. <laughs> disagree with you. I, I just... It's time-saving, isn't it? I think that's fine, brushing your teeth in the shower is fine. I had like a huge argument with my friend who thought it was like so disgusting to, to wee in the shower and to brush your teeth. and then. Well, after... at the same time, are you weeing and brushing your teeth at the same time? Well, yeah, wh- wh- yeah, why not? That's not well, the same. Yeah, why not? You're not? Oh, well, I guess you... Well, I don't know. Do you always have to hold? Or is that just uh, when Not I... in the shower. No, you can just let what? it go. Yeah, you just let it go. Then I don't see the... To be problem. honest, even if I hold it, it goes wherever it wants to go now. <laughs> I'm 49 years old tomorrow. I mean, six days ago. I had this, my, my friend, she told me that I was the most disgusting human being she'd ever met, and I couldn't... It turned out she thought I meant the bath. Right. I was like, yeah, yeah. well, in that case. Yeah, but if you're getting out of the bath, and yeah, you saw the no, plug's no, already no, out, it's all right. That'd be fine. I don't I in the shower. But people on Twitter were, like, raging. Yeah. They were furious. Like, I would never do that. It's not a good idea to shit in the shower. <laughs> no. I've not done... No. I've not done that. You'd think, think, sometimes, if you're a bit loose, you think, oh, that'd probably be all right. <laughs> Difficult to get it down the little hole. That's what I'm saying. It's however... 
takes some work. I'm, you know, again, uh, not always in control. Uh, now, at the, at the age I'm at. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, you are a podcaster. Well, let's talk about your podcast, because you do, uh, we did mention it last time, you do a great comedi- uh, comedian's podcast where you talk to other comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. you also now do a podcast with Deborah where you talk about feminism. Feminism. Called The Guilty Feminist. The Guilty Feminist. Yeah, some fans. <laughs> That's our listeners are in. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so well, you sort of start by say, you start saying, I'm a feminist, but, and then you give yeah. the things that. Uh, so, have you got any examples of I'm a feminist, but that would work just to explain the. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so I have. I remember one. They're all a bit like the point is that it's not great. A great feminist move. I think one of mine was uh, I'm a feminist, but I just watched a whole speech by Justin Trudeau on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah had one uh, saying, I'm a feminist, but some days my life doesn't even pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> And every time we have to prepare, because we do quite a lot of, all our shows are live, and we have to have three for each live show. And every time I go, I have nothing, because I'm just such a good feminist. Oh, yeah, no, wait. <laughs> oh, I did that as well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's an interesting uh, podcast. I mean, it's a very funny podcast, so you just stand up in it, and, and you have a guest usually and chat about, uh, yeah. you know, about feminism. Yeah. About uh, a certain topic yeah. every every week. Now, kind of women are equal, though, right? So we don't. Do we need it anymore? <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I'd say, do we not need one for men now <laughs> to get us back to being equal? We actually we're, we're, we've been talking a lot about whether or not we should have uh, men on the podcast, uh, and we we wanted to do one with you right. on uh, International Men's Day. Mm. <laughs> I'm November the 19th it is apparently I, I had to look it up uh, I did get that right I did an interview with Jeff Lloyd funny enough who you've just done an interview yeah. with and uh, he asked me I was talking about International Men's Day and even though I've done on International Men's Day on International Women's Day I tweet it on International Men's Day I tweet it I've done a routine which I did 80 or 90 times going on about the de- actual dates and I said it was November the 20th on that, that. so it's you know that shows you can't get something into your head just by but then you, learning once, by you, once you know it you'll never forget it like I woke up on July 5th and the first thing I thought when I saw my calendar was oh it's Shane from Westlife's birthday <laughs> I'll never forget that ever you are a big fan of Westlife we talked about this on the inside you, what, you still, you still need, must like, be a fan it's on Wikipedia it's like Silver Higgins claims to be the world's biggest Westlife fan <laughs> no, no well you know but you were as a teenager was, you were a big fan and you did yes. this show Bubble Wrap about your partly about your obsession with them yes and your fan fiction that you used to write about them as yeah. a teenager. Yeah. Um, which is kind of, ama- I mean, it's sort of amazingly, as a 13-year-old, you're writing stuff where you half understand what sex is and <laughs> kind of half don't quite get it. <laughs> I mean, because well, I, I wrote 350, and like two of them was in the show, and I picked, a, I picked some... The most normal ones. <laughs> There's some really dark stuff in <laughs> the rest of them. Yeah. And you've, you've got lots of them down off the internet, have you? Or have you used, are they still yeah, on all of them. All of yeah. them's gone. So in the past, like the last, I think, four times I did the show, I was lying when I said they're still on the internet. Right. But I managed, like I was writing everyone. Eventually someone was like, okay, we can take them off. I was like, thank you. 
I think I think they're still up there, but with like my name is removed. Okay. So I, in theory, people could really dig into it, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of interesting because that you are you know you're of an, you're, you're born in 1988, mm-hmm. which is just so upsetting, isn't it? And it's uh, that's just unbelievable that you could be a functioning adult human being. Uh, but it's so time has passed very fast for me. Uh, but uh, but you know that's you. So you're of a generation where the internet is a normal thing, and the and, and you. You know, all your youthful things, excesses and lunacy goes up online, and yeah. it's you know that's that's a new thing. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, but I mean, we we would still record. I'm so happy because it happened when I was like 12, 13, yeah. the internet in my life, uh, and before that, like I would record. I mean, all the things I recorded yeah. would have been up there. Yeah, and it's like I would write. Like make, like mixtapes for my teachers, <laughs> with like, but not like not just the song, but like me talking over the song. <laughs> hey Tina, since you left school, we really miss you. <laughs> I mean, you were you were quite a troubled. You were quite troubled. You it's a wonderful show. I saw I saw uh, the show. When it, I don't think it was called Bubble Wrap the first time I saw it, or was it? But it was maybe it was. But I saw it in Sligo, and then I saw it right. Yeah. I saw the, maybe the second last time you did it. I think in Sligo they called it Sophie Loves Westlife because yeah. I was kind of hoping that Westlife were going to come and yeah. and see it. Yeah, didn't Did none of them, none of them came to see it. You know what? And I'm still angry about this. So <laughs> I after the show in Edinburgh, before I was doing it at Soho Theatre. I was in a bar with my very, very, very new boyfriend, uh, now ex-boyfriend, not just because of this, but um, <laughs> and my agent texted me and said, I'm, I'm in a VIP bar, Brian's here, come. Right. And I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> I was like, listen, baby, I'm going to need to explain <laughs> this in the car. <laughs> we went to this VIP thing, and I, I went straight up to Brian from Westlife, and I said... Brian from Westlife, and he went, Sophie Hagen, Sophie Hagen, Sophie Hagen. And I was like, holy shit. And he was like, your fans keep tweeting me about your show. And I said, yeah, uh, sorry about that. I may have asked them to do that. And he said, uh, ugh. Uh, I hate that. I need to come and see the show. Are you nice to me in the show? And well, before I was about to answer, honestly, my agent interrupted and said, yeah, she is, she is. <laughs> you you, you want to go and see the show? And uh, and then he said, um, I said, oh, you know, my followers are really, really nice. And he said, oh, you know what? My fans are crazy. <laughs> it's like, I'm right here. <laughs> You idiot. And he never, he promised he would come and see it and he never saw it. Aww. And then he follows me on Twitter and then, like, nothing. Like, nothing's, you know, no, no, no. Then I tweeted about pasta and cheese and he liked it. I was like, what do you want, Brian? <laughs> what do you want from me? How do I make you happy? <laughs> You're now more famous than Brian from Westlife. Well, I so think we should all now, tweet him that. Yeah, and so you. <laughs> He could become your stalker now. And that, has that ever happened, do you think, where someone has stalked someone and then the fort has flipped around and then they've gone, oh, actually, now I think about it. You know, and it's changed now, because if he responded to your stalkishness when you were 13, that's a different story. But now, now, now you're in your late 20s, Brian from Westlife could, you know, become obsessed with you. And that I'm, would be... I'm planning. I'm, I guess yeah. my next show is about pasta and cheese. <laughs> just to see if I can reel him in. Yeah. 
but it's, it's I mean you were there was there's a sort of serious side to which you you talk about in the show because you went mm. you were, went to, had to go into hospital but not because of like you're making it sound no. like I was such a big fan that they had to admit <laughs> it was, that was an illness it's like this is an illness no one should like Westlife this much I mean that someone should have pointed that out to you they're simply not that Just good in a corner <laughs> room ba, ba, baby please <laughs> um but yes, I mean, there were other... You were... Yeah, I stopped being a fan when I was 13, 14, uh, 15. I must be... Yeah, 15. And then, uh, like, a few years later, I had a depression and was admitted. And then in the show, I kind of make that um, connection between why I think that I was a fan because I had a depression. And that was, like, what kept me busy because it was 24-7. Yeah. It was everything, you know, all the facts, all the songs, all the posters, everything, and chasing them physically down the street and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think once I... Like became like a proper teenager without that fixation on, you know, a band and reality kind of kicked in. I just got really sad yeah. without without Westlife in my life. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean that was still there. I just was like, oh, when Brian left, I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as good without him, I have to say. But it's, I mean, it's but it's sort of what happens to all teenagers to some degree. So that you know, you but you know, you're sort of escaping life. Before yeah. you can get into it, and then life gets a bit depressing, and but there were some prob- like grown-up people also chasing them. There were right. these four women. I mean, we were we were we were kids, so we called them the roles because it was four fat women, <laughs> which is fine. Like I, you know, but that was our nickname for them. Not because they were fat. We didn't hate them because they were fat, but they had their own car. Like, <laughs> they can chase them so easily <laughs> and they were such like adults so they had thoughts that we didn't have like, they started their own web magazine so they could get like press access to interview them and I was like you bastards <laughs> I wish I knew how to do that so, but they were you know in their 30s and I remember yeah. one of them had like a kid with her and I was like well, you know even as a teenager I was like why are you like I get me because I'm 13 I don't know what I am or who I am but you're an adult person, but yeah. I, you know, I get why. I, I, I understand it because it is so consuming, that like being like a proper fan, and you just there's like a sport to it. I can still, like, even meeting Brian, I was a bit like, oh. Well, David's <laughs> very like that with me. So you know, David, he's, he's 55 years old. David, for you, and he, you know, he works as a nuclear physicist, but most of his life is spent chasing after. He's chasing me around. <laughs> Don't you? It's just it's, ter- it's terrifying. Uh, but uh, no, they pay they pay my mortgage for me, so it's I kind of have to put up with it. It, I, and it must be awful. Being I don't know, the other day, I was just I went to uh, I was making Sunday dinner on yesterday, and we didn't uh, I'd, I'd burnt my beans. You know what that's like. I was making some um, a chili, and I'd burnt I'd left my kidney beans on the stove too long, so I had to go and buy some kidney beans, and I was late because I was making dinner. And I rushed down to the shop, and then this kind of guy stopped by me and went, Hey! I went, Oh, hello. And then I, I went on past, and he looked a bit kind of out of it and weird. Uh, so, you know, I knew he'd probably listen to the podcast. Hi, mate. And, uh, and then he said, No, now we have a conversation. And I, I said, Well, no. I don't know who you are. I mean, I don't think I knew who he was. I said, I've got, I'm really in a rush. And then I went to Tesco and got the stuff I needed. And then I was checking out, and he was standing outside the window waving at me. <laughs> and then, no, this is, you know, I, was, I knew that he could now just follow me home. I'm not that far from home. And this guy, and it was really intimidating because, you did know, you do? Did I, I ran out of the supermarket and ran home and hoped he wasn't following me. 
And so that, you know, if you're properly famous, that must happen all the time. I think that's so weird, the thing, is I once, I had a tweet from someone who said, no, an email, I don't really, my email isn't really that public, but I got an email from a guy saying, <clears throat> I'm not a creep, yeah. but... They always say that, the one, you don't say that unless you're yeah. a creep. And then he said, so a few years or months ago, you tweeted a photo uh, of a map around your house, but you d- deleted all the names, but I recognized one of the streets. And then you recently posted a photo of, and the, of the front of your house, uh, so now I know you live in this number. Yeah. So if I was a big creep, I could realize that you live on this exact address. Yeah. So I just want you to know that there might be creeps out there yeah. who do this puzzle themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that was a bit, and I took down the photos just in case, but I thought, hey, why would you, we're comedians? Like, people know yeah. where we are all the time. We yeah. post on Twitter, I'm right here right now. Please, <laughs> please come and find me. Yeah. Why would they want to know where we live? No. Well, well I guess you have like, valuable stuff. Yeah, I'll have a lot. Have a I've lot got of, nothing. I have a tiny baby, the most valuable treasure I have. But they can get babies from yeah. anywhere, can't it's they? It's easier just to steal one from a. They don't have. There's no. Because you can't tell anyone, oh, this baby is. I actually stole it from Richard Herring. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no. They will. They'll go at that and look, it's got Richard Herring's exact face, like in a carry on film. It just keeps whining and yeah. whining and whining. <laughs> no, but, you know, people. They, they, it's, a, it's a weird thing. And people do. You know, it's odd. Even like being a little bit in the public eye, you get that. And I've yeah. had the same thing where people say I've worked out where you live and I want you to know so that and you kind of go but you're, you've done it yeah, you've you done do. it you're fucking weird. so that's you know, sometimes people post something to my house and you kind of you've crossed the oh that's not okay and they think they're being oh you kind of they know but they know they've crossed yeah. the line but is it okay if they know like if say for example I knew where Shane lived yeah <laughs> If I wrote in this fictional letter last year, <laughs> I know this is a bit creepy. But I'm not a, I'm not a creep. But I'm, I'm, I'm doing, standing in your shower now I'm watching doing, you read this. But I'm doing on, this show in Edinburgh. Toilet. My Edinburgh show needs an ending, so I was wondering. <laughs> I'm in Sligo yeah. doing Richard Herring's podcast. You know what? You know when you see yourself <laughs> from the outside but and you go, an, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> odd thing because I think like that fandom, it, most people get it. Most people get even if you get very fanatical about it. So, you know, I'm fans of stuff and I've been excited to meet people. And, you know, I think I talked about it. I, I, I got, when I worked at British Telecom, I got Neil Kinnock's phone number, who I'm not a big fan of, but I did ring him one night when I was drunk. <laughs> And he didn't pick up the phone, but you kind of go, that's the same thing. You know, it's sort of like, you know, you're not doing it in any uh, malicious way, but there's there's still, even if you don't mean it, there's a malicious intent behind it, because it's a scary, you know, if Neil Kinney picked up the phone and went, hi, bad bad luck in the election. (laughs) I I know it's three o'clock in the morning, the night after you've just lost. Yeah, bye. (laughs) It would be a weird thing to happen. I I worked in telemarketing uh, for fundraising in Denmark, and this was before I started doing stand-up, and I would search, because we had this big register thingy, and I would search for Danish comedians and then, like, pretend they were just randomly... And I would do that thing that we know now that people do, of going, oh, you did it, and then you go, oh, where do I... Do I recognise your name? <laughs> and they'd always go, no, I don't know. I was like, ah, oh, is there really any way that I could know your name? And they'd go, no. 
Just tell me you're famous so I can say that I'm a fan. <laughs> I don't think any of the Danish comics know that, but no, I signed a lot of them up for the Danish Refugee Council. <laughs> <laughs> they probably put two and two together now. They probably don't listen to this. If they do listen to this, probably, luckily, I put that buffer of extreme xenophobia against Denmark at the, at the start, which will have put... The only Danish people listening to this will be now writing emails to me or letters and posting them to my house, maybe. But it's, uh, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's go for it. Was, oh, I was gonna, oh, there was something that came out of that, but it'll come back to me. Uh, I'm a very old man, <laughs> just enjoying being 48. Um, who would you rather died, Windsor Davis or Matthew Crosby's wife? <laughs> now, I'm guessing you don't know who either of those people. You know Matthew Crosby, but I don't think you know Matthew Crosby's I don't wife. know... The Windsor Do you know Windsor Davis? No, I don't know. Oh, come on. I don't know any references. I have no references. I, last, last time, you, you had to tell me what a badger was. I did. <laughs> it's surprising difficult to, to explain what a badger is to someone who doesn't know what a badger is. Trying to... could, I, um, could I pick and choose from any of Peppy's wives... Why? The one you would write, the other two of they married the other two. I mean, if I had, I mean, if I had, well, I don't know. If I had, I mean, if you I'd know, imagine not. If I had to, yeah, murder <laughs> one of the wives. Basically, when I first, um, like one of the first nights we hung out, uh, I was they were all somewhere, and then me and Matthew were at the bar, and Matthew said, "Which one do you want?" Referring to the beer, and I was like, "Oh, uh, the, the tall one." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, uh, what? So, yeah. So you imagine Matthew Crosby was sort of the pimp of... uh, Yeah, I was like, oh, well, funny you should ask. I haven't haven't given it my... Yeah, I guess the tall one. (laughs) So, yeah, if if the tall one's girlfriend, wife... I don't think he's got... I mean, he might have a girlfriend. It's hard to imagine... It's hard to imagine any of Pappy's actually having sex with anyone. No, I can totally... uh, I can see that. They all look like... I mean, they all look like PG tips chimps, and that won't mean anything to you either, but they... No, I don't know what that is... They're literally. A cro- so I've always described them as a cross between the monkeys, the pop band, the monkeys, and the PG Tips chimps, which is kind. Of, you know, it's just a coincidence. Both of those things are monkeys. <laughs> just a coincidence. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll ask you another um, another emergency question. Uh, this is from Ali's Randomage. Have you ever flown a kite? No. No. <laughs> no. It feels no. like a very like a thing you do in the movies. Really, you never. Yeah. Not even as a. No. I didn't, I mean, my childhood wasn't that childlike. <laughs> like, my, my, mom, my mom has a very weird sense of logic. So she's like, well, kids' films, if you stop, wa- you'll stop watching them at some point, which means, you know, they're not that good. So why not start your own adult movies? Not, not adult, but... Yeah, like, <laughs> so I would, like, watch, as, like, a five-year-old, like, Con Air and right. Die Hard. <laughs> And just love it. So we didn't do all that playing stuff no. that was for kids. Wow. <laughs> this is why I might. Be, this is probably why I do comedy. <laughs> just realizing. It's probably it's good. See, it's a good question. Always because if people have flown a kite, it's, there's always an interesting story. Is there? And yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or is there just a story? No, it's been, it's been surprised. I thought that'd be a terrible question. I thought that's a funny question to ask because it's such a bad question. But it makes Ali, whoever he or she is from Ali's Randomage, he wrote 800 questions. And that's the only good one. No, they're yours. <laughs> he or she also wrote, have you ever demolished a wall or a building? I feel like I, good question. I have 
You feel would like I you rem- have. <laughs> would, I, would I remember if I... I think you would remember, but I thought I'd murdered a little child. So, so that, that might, might... Be, might have been a dream where you destroyed, <laughs> destroyed a war. I got my first kite I got when... Um, I, mean, I, this, I haven't told this story. I've told two kite stories. It's amazing how many... When I, wanted, I really wanted a kite. I was about six or seven years old. And there were green shield stamps in those days. Do you remember those, David? You do, don't you? The others are going, what? What are we talking about? And you collected green shield stamps at petrol stations and stuff, didn't you? And then you stuck them in a book, and then you went into the green shield stamp shop. It was like Argos, but it was they didn't they didn't accept money; they only accepted stamps. <laughs> and you could get anything you wanted. And I got an orange kite, uh, and I was very excited. And I was with my auntie Jean, who isn't my real auntie. See, it's exciting already, isn't it? And uh, she was double parked outside the uh, green shield stamp shop. And uh, a policeman came down and said, uh, you know, what's your name? And she said her name was Jean Pickup, uh, which it was. And he assumed she was joking and we got cross with her because her name was Pickup. Well, See, look at that. And look at the amazing st- the kite-based store, isn't it? You can. Haven't thought about that for years. Got a kite, that orange kite. It was good. You can't can, remember ever flying it. You can make fun of the police. They're, not, they're not that open to jokes they are but it wasn't a joke it was, that was her name yeah but so he was angry with her because he thought she was taking the piss well I was polite to one and he got angry with me yeah he said what's your name I said Sophie Hagen what's yours which was just in order to go oh hi Steve but yeah. got very angry he said uh, I wish you would have kept running so we could have unleashed the dogs on you wow and I said I, what, I, and why I said, were you I, running so quick <laughs> And why did they have dogs with them? What was, what? It was, it was, I think there's more. I think the interesting part of this story may have happened just before this. Is what's your name? <laughs> we, I, I don't know what it, is it. Trespassing is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is, is it? Wait, or is it rape and murder? That is, is that that's the word? Yeah. It was there, there was a, a protest in in Ellerød in Denmark because they were sending home oh was it like 160 refugees they were sending them back okay. like people they knew were gonna die the second they got back but they were still sending them back so there was this big protest where people were locking arms in front of the refugee camp now they placed the re- refugee camp right next to a military base which is really nice and the people who are you know have uh, PTSD and then like a bomb will go off it's very fun so <clears throat> so the police then um, shut off the, the every entry to the protest so we had to go through people's gardens you know and like it was I, I didn't realize till afterwards that the people I was with were drunk and to them this was like a fun thing I took it very seriously and we were like crawling over the field and uh, through like a tiny little forest thing and through people's backyards and uh, eventually they were you know we could hear the dogs and we had to like get up and go oh, no no we're here we're here but and then he got really rude. And, uh, and but he's I, just annoyed he hadn't had a chance to unleash the dogs. And yeah. I said to him, you know, I don't think you're allowed to say that. I think that's illegal. <laughs> and he, was, like, he just lost it. And then he put me on some register. And, uh, but then they said, when we were kind of done and they'd registered all of us, also yeah. one of my friends, he asked him, when were you born? And he said, uh, like, uh, 1991. And I was like, really? I didn't know you were that young. And he was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and my, when I turned around, my three friends were, like, lying on the ground with their arms over their heads. And I was like, guys, it's, it's the police. They're here to help us. <laughs> I was uh, young and stupid. And, uh, and, but then when they were done, they were like, right, now you just go home. 
And we're like, okay. And then we started walking towards the protest. And then when we came to the protest, we just stayed. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah. They can't, what can they do? I mean, they still took the refugees, but, you know. Yeah. And set the dogs on people. They were set, he said that. They're not allowed to say that. Yeah. You know that moment when you realize, it's like when you realize, you know, like Santa isn't real. And you have that as an adult as well, where you go, oh, no, the, the police are good. And they go, oh. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think it's the worst thing the police have done recently. So it's um, it's up there, definitely up there. So that's all. I'm saying is, all lives matter. They do. Danish, all Danish lives matter. All middle class. See, it's a good question, the kite question. He wouldn't have got that without the kite question. Fucking Ali. He's taken 800 questions to get there, but always it the demolish the building one. But whatever, that is still, he's done. Have you ever demolished a building or a wall? No. No, I don't think so. A tent? A tent? Did you demolish it? No, no. Look, just, I just take it down I when he's after you. That's, that's less of a story. Have you ever dismantled a tent? No, just put them up, walk away. <laughs> I have to buy a tent every time I go camping. <laughs> the, taking them down is the fun bit. Um... <laughs> Uh, do you? Uh, oh, no, I won't ask that. That's uh, uh, if you had the option. Let's see if you know what these animals are. If you had the option of adopting a baby fox or a baby koala, which one would you choose? That is from hellogiggles.com. <clears throat> well, I think it's about. Well, I went. I was in Australia and we went to see a koala. Yeah. And they charge like they took like twenty dollars. The koala people. did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The greedy little bastards. But they Eucalyptus like, leaves cost a lot. That's the why people, they were like $20 to take a photo next to it, and it was like sleeping. Yeah. That's a lot of money you can make. That's like 30 seconds, $20. Do yeah. the maths, right? Where baby foxes, you know, everyone has them <laughs> in their backyard. Right? No, they do. They're hard, so the to, koala, they're hard to pin down. It's a money So you can make money some money machine. out of the koala. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I get another one. Make them... Kiss. <laughs> is that is that ethically allowed? Two baby koalas? No, when they're that's disgusting. No, it when is. they were adults. Well, so you want only you want one adult and one baby koala? And you want them both that? You, want, I mean, well, you grow till the adults, Shirley, and then you make story. them kiss each other. Then I just I just want to keep making money off the koalas. Yeah, well, so I want them to have the little tiny koala babies at some point. Okay, that's good. Uh, is that? Was that a good answer? I don't it was feel a like very good a... answer. Have you ever tried sushi? Do they have, do you have that? Yes. Yeah. And everyone has. It's an odd question. To... It's, a, it's an odd question to write, isn't it? I wonder if this will keep people, will keep people on their toes, will not it? Have they ever tried sushi? Yeah. Oh. How, many, how many is normal? I should do a poll about this. How many pieces of sushi is, is normal to eat? In one sitting? Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah. Because prob- I always get, they always give me two sets of chopsticks. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. Well, I find it because often they cle- they're clever with uh, sushi because they put it on a conveyor belt and so you don't quite know how much, you, you know, if you sit in a restaurant, have you ever done that? Yeah, but comes you have around? to keep the bowl so you do Yeah, know. but then they come and take them away so you never know. Oh. They come and they're constantly you to totting up. Places. So you lose, <laughs> I go. you lose track of how much you've eaten. So I don't know how much I eat, but if I was going to order, I'd say 12 pieces of sushi. Are you kidding? Yeah. Tw- oh, you no, are I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm saying 12 pieces. 12 pieces? Yeah. How many would you have, Sophie? 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Did you ever go and see uh, the bog bodies in Copenhagen Museum? The what? In bog bodies in Copenhagen, there's loads of bog bodies. Bog bodies. Bog bodies. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You're from Denmark. Well, you it's the, it's you your main thing. You're wrong. Bog. B O G, like a bog. Yeah. Do you know what a bog is? I mean, Do you have a problem with words that have B and G in them? <laughs> Is that what we never got? We never learned that being English. Those pages were missing. Do you mean the Danish from... word? Bog bodies. <laughs> I mean, the English word is probably in Danish. It's berg. Boat. Berg. Boat. Birdies. Boat. I don't know what you're talking about. A bog is like, uh, you know, like made of peat and it's mud- muddy and like in the old days. Like it's made of like mud, like quicksand and You know, like in movies where people go into quicksand, but it's like not made of sand, it's made of dirt. And in the old days in Denmark, with the Vikings and stuff, as punishment, they used to chuck people into the bogs and they'd die and they chucked in. Some... What, where is it? It's like a. Where is it? Is it? <laughs> no, what is it? <laughs> what is it? You can't just say something, something mad. That's all I heard. Bog, I probably it's a bog. It you know, like a toilet. Oh, yes. Yeah. In England, we call that a bog. Really? Yeah, because what it is, it's a fetid mass of feces and shit and stuff. So, like, the Toilet Brothers. <laughs> body, a bog of bodies. My know. body, this is my body. Oh, body. Yes. <laughs> Like buddies, like friends. Well, they are friends in the end. So, like mud buddies. They're bodies. Why couldn't you have not been to see them? This is the best thing I saw in uh, Copenhagen. Was it in Copenhagen? Yes, it's famous for their bog bodies. The most famous thing the mermaid bog bodies. Probably someone put their finger in a dike. It's the same place. They all did that. Are you doing like a surreal comedy no! thing? No! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Just go to Google. Yeah. Put in Bob. <laughs> bodies. I'm going to put in Copenhagen. Bob Bodies Denmark is the second thing. <laughs> There's Bog Bodies Dublin, weirdly, is the first thing. I didn't even think to ask Graham Lennon about the Bog Bodies, but he would have known about it. Bog, there's Bog Bodies on the British Museum. When I went on my 40th birthday, like, nine like... years ago, tomorrow, six days ago, I went to the British Museum in the morning with Ben Moore and we went to look at the Lindau man, who's uh, called Pete Marsh, that's his wait, funny wait, name. Wait, the, the, it's like a mummy. It's not like a mummy, no. It's very different. Uh, I can do it in Danish for you. Alle de beste bog finder du hostoritel prov gratis i 14 dach. How's that go for you? Do that again. Storytel, bogger.storytel.dk. You didn't say that. You didn't, it's like a zombie thing. So like a, a, a bog body is a human cadaver that has been naturally mummified, so you were right. Uh, <laughs> it's not like a mummy, though, because it's not wrapped up in uh, cloth and stuff and it doesn't come alive and chase you. They're man. It's a, a tell, tell, tell something man. Yeah, so do you like those? <laughs> all right, all right. Look at his little face. He looks like he's asleep, doesn't he? I'd like to take a video of it, but that's just how I take my videos. Look at his little face. Ah, all made what's out of mud. What's it called in Danish, though? Can you find out? Uh, what's it called in Danish? Yeah, because that might trigger my. I think this might be. Uh, 
It's, you know, it's, a, it's a bit of dead air, but I think it's going to be worth it. <laughs> God in heaven till living tears. Uh, lid bog- bogger with a, it's got an, a yeah, cross across the O. No, that's not it. That's Oggy bogger. That's e-books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because B-O-G is uh, book. Okay. In Denmark. Well, no wonder it's confusing. <laughs> they used to chuck them in the bogs and then, uh, you know, they died. But then the joke's on the people who chucked them in because where are they? Not in museums. <laughs> Tom I, and I went to that. Is that like what's the place in Paris with the d- death? <laughs> no, don't, uh, no, the underground thing. Okay. With the, those ones. Yeah, yeah I, I almost got stuck <laughs> down there because they don't tell you that you have to walk up a lot of stairs to get right. back up, and it's quite a long time. Yes. Like my legs stopped working. <laughs> I couldn't get up. But that's that's not the same. No. <laughs> Have you ever seen a ghost, Sophie Hagen? No. I asked you this before. I know I've been in... I mean, if you believe in it, then I've been in rooms with them. <laughs> if you don't believe in them, I've been yeah. in rooms with my crazy friend who thinks yeah. they were there. My friend believes... Like she's, She will always... She lives in this really old flat. And she, you know, she believes in them. So she would always... Would be, and I, she knows I don't want to hear about it. But she would sometimes just look right over my head. And then I'd go, what? She'd go, oh, nothing. And I could tell me. She's like, no, no, it's fine. They're friendly. <laughs> I hate her so much. We went backpacking. We're at this weird hostel in Spain, I think. And it was one of those where when we first asked if we could get in, they said, no, uh, there's all, there's, there are no rooms left. And then we were like, I was just asked again, I think. I was sure. And he went... Oh, actually. And he found, like, a special key under a special book, under a special whatever. And then he took us into this room that was, like... It looked like it was a not normal, like, hostel room, but it, there were some extra beds in there. Like, it looked like a storage room of some right. sort. And my friend just couldn't sleep, and she kept saying, there's someone over there, there's someone over there. And I was like, oh, good night. <laughs> and the next morning she said... She had, like, a story about something and she kept saying it was a sick child and I was like duh that's horrible and then the when we went out the uh, the building right next to ours was like a chil- an old children's hospital thing it was you know I know what you you know she could have seen that on the way in yeah. or googled it or she's creepy as fuck her grandmother like she I love her but I hope she's lying like I trust her so much but I hope she's lying about everything they have like a family ghost and I told the story on stage about it, and now they want me to tell the story every time. Because her grandmother's house, there was a ghost, and she would used to say, like, <laughs> we found out when we were staying in her grandmother's house, and she said, oh, don't worry, it's a friendly ghost. And when I tried to ask why they thought it was friendly, it was because once her grandmother had been pushed down the stairs, and she said, no, but that, that's when they found out that she had cancer, because she had to be taken to the hospital. <laughs> It's like that's the stupidest. The ghost didn't. The ghost didn't necessarily know that. It could have just been trying to kill her. <laughs> and I told it on stage, and and then the grandmother died, and now they want me to tell the story every time I'm with her family as kind of like a reminder, like a nice story about her grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. 
but she keeps she believes in all of those things. Well, she'll be a ghost now as well. I mean, she says she can the get her own back. Yeah, yeah she can get probably. her own back on the guy for pushing her down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like. Or on the, you know, maybe they can only interact with human beings, but she can find out the relatives of that versus the descendants. The, the 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 mansion that the grandmother lived in was this old. It was apparently. Like the story goes, there's these two eagles out in front because apparently Hitler uh, came over and saw the house and went, I want that house, right. placed some eagles there to kind of let them know. And then, you know, he died and yeah. he never got, but it was, it was that good of a house. Yeah. You need to put some eagles at the front too. Why don't you just put like, this is Hitler's house on the door. Keep out. <laughs> this belongs to Adolf Hitler. I've heard that so many. There's so many stories about Hitler wanted to live in different places. Oh, really? There? Oh, there was, there's loads. Of, like his headquarters were going to be uh, in Duquesne Court in Ballam. <laughs> which, if you know, it, I mean, it's not. It's nice. It's not that nice. Was he somewhere... bombing? He never England. bombed Duquesne Court, though, did he? he said, <laughs> "Keep away from that." <laughs> and if you see an eagle, that's what it was. If you if you're flying over and you see some eagle, two eagles. <laughs> Don't bomb that place. That's he just he did. didn't. He didn't want people to send him stuff. He didn't. So I was. I found a funny story about you. You Uh-oh. telling a story on. Uh, there's a, a very funny podcast which people might, might not have seen of Alfie Brown's, which is a sort of parody oh, yeah. of the Jerry Seinfeld one. So it's uh, comedians on buses drinking tap water. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes you on a ride on a bus, and then he takes you somewhere and you drink some tap water. Yeah. <laughs> But so you told a funny story that I hadn't heard before of um, you being in an urban comedian contest. It's it's the worst. It's the worst day of my life and the best day of my life. <laughs> it happened. Thing is, for people listening who are not British, urban here means not what urban means in real life. <laughs> urban means city. Okay. So when I saw there was a competition called best urban comedian of Streatham 2012 I signed up and turned up and realised oh fuck and I tried to tell like I was like I'm so so sorry I'm so sorry I had no idea I know now I'm just gonna go and they're like no 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 we're not racist we're not racist <laughs> I was like no no it's fine you can be I'll just go I'll just go and then I found out that it was a fem- best female urban comedian of Streatham 2012 <laughs> and then the other girls who were on the lineup had it was like their first gig. Right. And I was like, there's another reason why I shouldn't be here, because at this point I'd gigged for two years, and I was like, no, 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 this is not good. But they made me go up and do it, and uh, I came second. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best night of my life. The atmosphere was amazing, everyone was so nice. But then I, I mean, you have to know that it's so different in Denmark, and I've learned a lot, and it's not... I was, it's, diff, it's so different, and I'm not... Ex- so what I so they wanted me back to do a ten the following Sunday, and I got nervous. I thought, can I just do? Because I'd only done three minutes, which was like ten seconds, because the atmosphere was so crazy. So I was like, oh, can I do ten? And I, I better stay and watch the show to kind of see what they're talking about, because maybe I'll need to touch on the same topics. And so I so they were all talking about being black. So I thought, oh. Maybe I should talk about 
being black. <laughs> and we're all in the future together, so I do know I do know that wasn't the best. So I wrote ten new minutes <laughs> about being black. <laughs> After about four minutes, uh, they started blinking the lights furiously. Like, so few, I thought, is there a fire? Like, he was so desperate to get... And they were shouting at me. And I'd clear, there was one joke. I'd cleared it with the other acts backstage. And they said, oh, it's hilarious. Do it. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them so much. <laughs> it was really horrifically racist. Uh, but I thought, well, if I'm doing it to them, they'll be fine. No. Um, so eventually this... The MC just went on stage. This was right before, because I was like telling them, like, no, I'll save it. I'll, don't worry, I got this. I got this. And I, I panicked. And I don't think if you're not a comedian or if you don't do this, I don't know if you really understand, like, because when you're on stage, there's so much panic and there's lights and you just, your brain works differently. <laughs> there's so, I'm really trying to not say this. Um, <laughs> so my mind went, what do you do when people hate you? What do you do? <gasps> common enemy you know like Hitler did <laughs> so I started saying what's up with Chinese people <laughs> and that just made me seem more racist <laughs> so the MC came up on stage and like pulled the microphone out of my hand and said wasn't she great <laughs> and they just went no and this woman in the front row I remember her face he just went she's rude <laughs> and then he whispered to me he said run <laughs> and I laughed I was like oh, that's funny and he said no seriously and he pointed at the security guard this huge man he said don't go that way he just told me he wants to make your front and your back become one I was like how what oh and, and I ran out and I ran uh, to the bus and I got on the bus and I got on the tube and I went home and I bought a plane ticket for 10 hours later and I went back to my mom and just laid in the fetal position for a week I was like I'm not moving then I can never go back I was never invited back I texted them I'm so sorry <laughs> so horrible they, I think Dane Baptiste saw it and he's you know it took a while before we really got on <laughs> and even today he's like oh no it wasn't that bad but he like looks away as he says it like oh no just can someone save me from this conversation <laughs> it was so bad like it, I can't even it's like Denmark is just so like now when I go back and I see you know open mics and stuff you kind of go oh you know casual racism casual sexism is kind of like kind of it's just normal it's what you do you don't know it's horrifically wrong <laughs> like so wrong like don't yeah. do it but to actually go to you know it's, it's, there's one thing being casually racist but to be casually racist in an urban comedy club <laughs> I mean you sort of have to admire that in a way that's <laughs> You'd think they go, well, this must be some kind of performance arts where she wouldn't come into this club and do this stuff. There must be a veil of irony. But that's kind of in my, that's logic in my head. Yeah. It's like, they know I don't mean it, otherwise I wouldn't be saying it here. No, no, no. Oh, God. Tanya Moore won the competition. She was so great. And I'm so happy that she was so great. Because I couldn't, there's no way I could have... Even if I was better than her, I couldn't yeah. have won it. I couldn't have been no. like, yay! <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> the best. 
you seen a badger yet? Do you know what one is? I don't think I've seen one. No. I didn't, have, I didn't have an iPad because in didn't. Sligo there wasn't any we, there was, was no uh, internet access so I couldn't show you it. you didn't describe I, it so that well, I felt it's, like I I, it's like a dog cut crossed with a <laughs> I, I, put, I put badger in and the second thing that's come up is badger 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 and I'm what is it? Yeah, I want, I want, I'm, now I'm I'm more interested in that let's see badger's animated no. music that's what a badger is though. that's a cartoon one Crowling, it's called. Badger's animated music video, Steven Spielberg. No. Well, this isn't. This is an advert for the BFG that's come up. I'm confused by. Uh, I, mean, I, I had a character called uh, Attitudeless in... Badger. Was that one? No, 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 no. Can you put in. Um, can you... Yeah, should we just Google stuff for a bit? <laughs> I, don't, I think you know, let's not test. Is let's see it? if we can kill everyone in is the audience a, today. So we, we've got one down. Let's see if we can take another 300 and... Three, there's, a, there's a badger. There's three badgers. Look is at them. black and white one? Oh, that's that's it. That. I don't know what that is, but that's, those are badgers there. Look at them. That's what... Oh. No, I, save I the badger, though. We've got accidentally gone to save the badger page. We Brian Mays at the top of it. We have them. That's what, that's what, what is on his head. That's why he's... That's not a, he's that's killed not a British his, animal. It's not a British animal. No, like it's like we have them too. I thought it was like whenever people well, say badger. Why do you have such difficulty understanding what I was saying? Because <laughs> you did that wasn't that what badger. It's like a dog. What is that? It's like a dog. You could have just said like. Have you ever seen anything that looks more like a dog crossed with a sort of ferret and a skunk and stuff? That's what I said. I think. You could have just said like a large black and white. What hamster? <laughs> I don't think that would have been an accurate description. I would have known if you had just... Yeah. Well, now we know. So you've learned something. You know what a bog body is? Learned about... A badger. <laughs> See what else we can get. Yeah. Get there before we... Uh... Such a hard language, really. It is. It is. Which only makes my accomplishments so much more it is impressive. <laughs> it's quite impressive that you can do comedy in two languages. Thank but, you, you know, I, I can you. do comedy... I, you know what? I thought... <laughs> I met a guy who does it in Finnish, uh, Swedish, and English, and he will sometimes do gigs in all three languages, just take turns when he does corporate gigs in right. Finland or Sweden. Which and I was like, I'm never, I'm not telling anyone in England because they're still slightly impressed that I can do this. In <laughs> does he do it regardless of what the audience is? Yeah. They say so it just takes turns. <laughs> Finnish today, bad luck, <laughs> bad luck, Swedish audience. You'd think they'd be similar, wouldn't they? They're not. No, no. The Finnish is a weird language. It's fucking horrendous. If you could speak Finnish That's in English, so I'd cool. be impressed with that. It's so cool. It's all, every single... I mean, they could do with some more... They've just used K a lot. That's all they do. They just they go, let's get rid of all the other letters. Let's not go Denmark and make up some new ones. Let's get rid of the most of them and just K in an I. Put K, 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 K. The word's so long as well. Yeah. It's like, hello. Yeah, it's very racist what you've done there. No, it's So that is... I'm very... Very offended, but I would like to apologise to any uh, say of my Finnish own... listeners. That awful. It's my own people, though, isn't it? We're all the same. No, they're, they're very different in Finland. Um, where do you stand on transubstantiation? Which is... Do you know what that is? It's because it's got a B in it, I'm worried. And then, you might not know what it is. That's the belief that... The, do you think the bread that you eat in Holy Communion literally turns into Jesus' body, or do you think it's a symbolic of, of Jesus, uh, the life that Jesus gives us. Do you think it's literally, you put it in your mouth. You know, Christianity, you have that in there. I mean, I, my understanding was Christianity came to the Vikings and, you know, they, they took it up 
Why are you asking me if I believe that bread is Jesus? Yeah, do you believe when <laughs> people eat bread? You know, they get you go to the church, they give you that little round bit of bread and they put it on your tongue. Do I believe that's actually Jesus? Do you believe? It's not Jesus when you put it in. Don't be ridiculous. It's a piece of bread, obviously. Everyone thinks that. But then when you put it in, it goes in your mouth, then it becomes Jesus. Or do you think it it stays being a piece of bread, but you think, hmm, in a way, that bread is a bit like some of Jesus' body. Well, I I don't feel like I really want to ruin any of my uh, future... uh, like, I don't want to be at the gates of heaven. Yeah. And I'll be like, we listen to that podcast. Yeah, but, you know, I don't think it works. I don't think you can hedge your bets. So they, they go, well, you, I didn't commit, so you let me in. They go, well, no, you had to commit to one. So in a way, by going, I'm not going to say which it is, then you're screwed either way. Denmark isn't religious. We don't really, you know, yeah. I don't know anything about that. So you think, what you're saying is you think bread think just stays Jesus. being bread? It's definitely Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Well, you've upset a lot of the Protestant listeners to this uh, (laughs) podcast now. That's all I can say. Please direct your... You can easily find out her address. You can uh, tabulate (laughs) it from... But they don't get us angry, do they? Like, if you piss off Protestants, they'll be like, meh. Where if you piss off Catholics... Catholics. They get a bit... Now you've managed to do both, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Now... You've sided with the Catholics and then said Catholics are all insane and will attack you if, if you suggest a piece Just of bread. Historically, I don't know. I think they're, bo- I I think they're both know. pretty bad. I'm, I'm going to stop yeah. uh, talking. Right, I'm trying to get you into trouble. I know. Uh, so, uh, I don't know, we've got loads of time left. Uh, so, uh, have you got what it takes to be a spy? <laughs> No. Ah, that's good. <laughs> that is very good. Um, a lot of celebrities have died in 2016. I don't know if yeah. it's hit Denmark as badly as uh, the rest of... <laughs> they still the died UK. in Denmark as yeah. well. Um, well, there might be other celebrities we don't know of uh, who have died in... Uh, which, um, which celebrity death has hit you the hardest in 2016? So far, by the time this comes out, there'll be more. And people look and go, why didn't they choose... The Queen. <laughs> why didn't she? Why did they just look over, overlook the Queen who died this week? Uh... <laughs> uh, it's probably. I think Prince Charles will die before the Queen, don't you? I don't, how old just before. I think he'll die, and then she'll go, ah, ha, ha, and then she'll die. <laughs> It's a reference. I have no you idea. You know the Queen is. Uh, I know the Queen. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know well, what sort of she's making. Is. Prince Charles. Hang on. Prince Charles is her son. So. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> wait. No. No. Wait. Do you, oh, this is. Can you do, say that? You know again? the Queen. You know the Queen. The queen, queen Elizabeth. Yeah. She uh, has produced three children out of her vagina. And, like even though she's a queen, she still does that the t- traditional and way. And it's. Prince Charles. Okay. Princess Anne. Prince Edward. Prince Charles is the oldest one. He'll okay. become king, but he might not be King Charles. I thought William and the other one were her. Ah, uh, the kids. queen. Yeah. Ah, wow, that would be that would be an impressive old vagina if that. <laughs> but that's because in my head they've been the same age as the Danish princesses. Yeah, and, and are they, and they were came they straight from the. Were queen. they born from some hideous old crone in Denmark? Yes, yes. exactly. From some 70-year-old... I've never heard of them before. Prince we, Charles and what? Prince Charles, Princess Anne. Princess Anne? Yeah, I met Princess Anne last are you year. Jo- are you... Is it what? true? What's wrong? Is it How true? How dare is you come here thing? to our country 
the more I talk to you, the more I wish I'd voted that exit now. I'm ashamed of myself. Princess Anne, what's wrong with that? What's the last one? Prince Edward. That's a good name. Oh, and Andrew, yeah. (laughs) We tried to to not bring him up. (laughs) You've left one out, Rich. Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew's a. So it's, that's why you don't. That's why you don't. Are you kidding? We don't. He sort of works as I, my belief is he's sort of a. <laughs> and he got travels around the country getting contracts, and he gets most of the money, but then he lets the people have. Uh, to get them. That's my understanding. I think is it all right, Ben, if I just say that's my understanding at the end of that. That is no longer libelous. I'm not sure about that. Uh, so I tend not to mention him because, you know, of the whole him being a <laughs> when I When I like to think of the nice, the nice rule. Princess Anne, who's very nice, does a lot of work for Save the Children. <laughs> and the motor I... neuron disease uh, charity. She does a lot of work. Princess Anne is the best one. If I was in charge, I'd make Princess Anne the, uh, the queen next. I'm not going to... I'm not going to trust you. Some of that might not be able to go out. I don't think... I think... I think if my listeners hear that I think Princess Anne should be the next queen, they'll be furious. What do you want to know about? She's had four kids, the Queen. I don't know, Prince Anne, Princess Anne. Main one, Prince Charles, Prince Andrew. He's a nice guy. And, uh, he's one of the good guys. And Prince Edward, now, the stories I could tell you about him. Uh, and then Prince Charles. Prince Charles then had sex with Lady Diana. Husband. Prince Philip is the Queen's husband. Philip is the Queen's yeah, husband. Yeah. Okay, is he still yeah. alive? I think they have to, once uh, the Brexit thing comes out, I think they all have to go back to <laughs> back to Europe again. Well, I'm hoping, that's my understanding of what's going to happen. Uh, so he's still alive, he's 90, probably by now, to be honest. <laughs> I don't trust the any chances of... Are, this is all... I don't trust I, it's all true. That's the, that's the terrible thing. But someone... Someone told me that there was a thing that everyone knew about your queen, which yeah. is that she smokes, but no one talks about it. Yeah. So I did a whole routine on stage. Like, <laughs> you know how you're a queen? And that's apparently not a thing. No. <laughs> so I don't trust anything that anyone says about your royal okay. family. <laughs> well, you should trust me. I'm a, so uh, uh, Prince William is definitely but not I, the there's queen's There's four people I had no idea son. existed. Is what? I didn't know those four people existed. Well, you know, you should you know, work a bit harder on doing your research about it. When I went to Denmark, I went and looked at the bog bodies. <laughs> I used to have a poster of uh, William, I think. You on did, my You used to have a picture wall. of William? Like a poster. Yeah. You must have been like a little kid, though, when you were a kid. Oh, what's the other one? Well, they're all... I mean, they're not... I the, suppose the they're a little bit older than you, aren't they? The hot one. William was the hot one, but he's gone off, I think. I think Harry is now the hot one. <laughs> If I had to, really? uh, get, if I had to sexually, if I had to sexually objectify the royals, 
in the way that... <laughs> ...not do. <laughs> then uh, I would say Prince, Prince Harry's now the sexy one, right? Yeah. David? Oh, come on, David. Look at your shirt. Come on, you know, let's just accept who you are. It's fine. We're amongst friends now. Um... He's, you know, he's, a, he's sort of turned from being... He was a bit of a... He was a plonky. He was a wally, wasn't he? And then he... Uh, and he used to dress up as Nazis and stuff. He was a plonker. Plonker? Yeah. He's <laughs> a bit of a... He's a bit of a nit. <laughs> and then... Um, but then he sort of pulled it together. He's done lots of work with the Paralympics and stuff. And he's quite sexy now, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's almost as sexy as his dad, isn't he? <laughs> Actually, that's the obligatory... That's what we have to do. Who's his mother? His mother's lady died, definitely. Is it? Yeah. There's I'm no question about that. Are you sure? Both of them. She's had both... She had two. Then... Wasn't much as that. Are they the next? Are there other kids? What about the, the other next? ones? Anne and Edward and Anne? Oh, they're there. Just... Do they have kids as well? Um, yes, well. Uh, <laughs> Prince Andrew uh, had sex with Lady Fergiana and had um, Beatrice and Eugenie, who are a fucking waste of space. Um, well, just really are. One of them had a hat once. That's, that's, that's all that's ever happened. One of them had a weird hat. And that's all they've done between them. One of them wasn't even involved in that. And she's been riding that wave. Well, what's going to happen when the Queen dies? Who's next? Well, then Prince Charles comes in. That's why my um, hum- oh, and he humorous was joke from earlier and was then... that if he, she just waits till he's died, then he doesn't get to be king. Oh, and then next is William. Funny. Next is William. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then, then who's William, next? William will William. be in, and then um, Han, Harry. Oh no, actually, no, George. Uh, George oh, is in after him, and then that's his new baby. And then the yeah, new one, little Spud, spud Face. They just called, <laughs> <laughs> they called a Spud Face. I'm learning so much um, and, about your culture. Uh, so, like, the, you know, Prince Andrew is very unlikely to be king now. He'd have to pay some of the contacts he's got <laughs> to kill, like. Quite a lot of his family, and we'd be only like, I think people would frown on that. I mean, he's got away with a lot, hasn't he? When you think about it, but I think if he went that far, so it's Phil. So the, the Philip's queens... not going to be anything, you know. He's. <laughs> Is that the thing? Is that like I the? I don't know where he got that don't... from. Well, that's... <laughs> that certainly came up in the bit that will be cut out. So I mean, does... you just saying that is. <laughs> as an illegal immigrant in our country. <laughs> you all right with that, Ben? You can work, you can work around that. <laughs> He's flashing all blue on himself. It looks, it looks like uh, looks like a blue man group thing going back there. It's got a nice blue... It's quite scary. That might be the ghost. It looks like a ghost, doesn't it? You might have died. Uh, so, yeah, well, look, that's interesting. That was an interesting diversion. So anyway, yeah, what were we talking about before that? Uh, who's going to die? Who's, the, who's, oh, hit you yeah. the, who's hit you the hardest in... Uh, 
clean, isn't it? <laughs> who's, uh, who's death is... It's going to be sentimental. He'll be so annoyed with me, that's what makes it really funny. Um, I think it's David Bowie, because yeah. uh, I had to tell my mother... She was a huge, huge fan. Yeah. And I found out we were on vacation together, and she was with me somewhere where I had to do a gig. And, uh, and I saw it on social media, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be the one to tell her, mm. but I was. And that's why I, I waited. You I probably wait. left it and she'd have found out. No, I didn't want her to find out. You didn't want to find out from anyone else? She, so I waited till she was out, and then I texted her. <laughs> 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 I couldn't, be- I can't, like, we, we don't, no. No. no, no. <laughs> it's odd that with that, that is an acceptable way to let people... No, I mean, like, the thing with Twitter is you discover these things in a very shocking way now. Because mm-hmm. some, everyone races to be the first person to tell you. So, Carolina Hearn, I just found... I was just browsing through Twitter and then suddenly all these stuff coming up uh, about... I thought, it was, I thought it must be, like, someone else because they were referencing Gogglebox rather than everything else. Uh, I thought maybe someone had the same name, but then that's a terrible shot. When John Peel died, someone just he texted me. This was before Twitter, really. He said, "John Peel dead." <laughs> nice way, isn't it? That's nice. Just John Peel dead. <laughs> just imagine if that was how every you do that face to face. Please come around. Yeah, your kid's dead. <laughs> Killed in a car accident. So it's a harsh world we live in now. I don't. I don't know. I didn't know many of them. No. Because a lot of it's like British personalities. What's and I, the most? I've, I've now learned. Like I now, because then you have to Google them because people are sad, and you're like, oh, why yeah. are they sad? You're like, oh, they, oh, they seem really great. Oh, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Same with British politics. Yeah. I had no idea, and now as they're stepping off, I'm like, oh, who was that guy? Oh, oh, good, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's usually with the politicians. It's a nice a nice end that they don't go away in the end but it's I think that's interesting because when I when I, I did this show Talking Cock all around uh, Europe it got sort of sold all around Europe including Denmark and Nor. I went to the big celebrity in Oslo in Norway the big, they had a big celebrity thing of the first night of it it was this big uh, uh, Norwegian actor uh, who was doing the show uh, in all in Norwegian but like it's really weird when you go to another country and you see famous people and you just go that's just a bloke yeah that's just an old bloke in moccasins what's he why is he famous <laughs> and so the whole kind of thing of fame falls falls away because you sort of realise that that's also true of our famous people they're just some people I'm just you know what I mean when you don't recognise them and everyone goes ah you know, that's not, why are you excited about them it's just the Norwegian remember, did you MC did you MC the Leicester Square New Comedian like three years ago? Yes, I did. <laughs> Is that I'm where you re- recognise me from? <laughs> I'm just remembering something because I remember thinking that I fucked up because I asked you uh, how long you'd been gigging because oh, I yeah. didn't know you were the MC. Okay. I remember the others being like, he's fucking famous. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I fucked up. I just remember because that was like there in that yeah. hallway yeah. when we met. We and did. I was like, yeah. so well, are you I nervous? I'd forgotten that I'd, you did that. And now I remember that I was very insulted by that girl. <laughs> but no, to be honest, I, I wasn't that surprised. <laughs> I just remembered that. that oh, was that's not... nice. <laughs> Do you want to apologise to me now for... No, that's not America. it. It's more... It was just, look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you win the new act? No, I came third. Did you come third? Yeah. I was so drunk. I think I hugged you. Did he? Yeah, it was. You weren't meant. I to was hug. drunk, I think, that night as well. 
Did we? Yeah, I think you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, my daughter might be your daughter now, I think. Man. <laughs> I wonder why my wife was so odd about it when it turned up. I don't know, when I, when I met you, you brought your wife to my show and I hugged her because I felt like I knew her. Then as I was hugging her, I realized we've never met. I was like, oh no. <laughs> that's not, that's all right, it's continental. continental. That's the kind of thing we're stamping out here in the UK. <laughs> There'll be no affection between people in the new United Kingdom of England. I just remembered that. Oh, sorry about yeah, that. That's okay. Well done for coming third. Thank you. You would have come first, but when they were doing the voting, I said, don't put her in. <laughs> she had no idea. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I was on TV when you were six years old in a different country, so I am I offended. Well, look, we've had a lovely time. Now I'm very upset that I've been reminded of my lack of fame in Denmark. And uh, even though I know all about you... Did you say you'd done a show in Denmark? Did I say what? Did you say you'd done Talking Cock in Denmark? Uh, I think we did that in our last conversation, maybe. Because Gordon Kennedy did it, but not our Gordon Kennedy, a different Gordon Kennedy. Oh, my Gordon Kennedy. Yeah, yours. Do you have one as well? Did I say that in the other one? No, no, you didn't. (laughs) We got a proper one from Scotland. And yours just is a Danish man pretending to be Scottish. I think he has some Scottish ancestry. Gordon Kennedy is the most Scottish name you could get. How can he walk in around in Denmark? pretending to be. How? I'm, hello, I'm Danish. I'm called Gordon Kennedy. Fuck off back to Scotland, mate. <laughs> Where you belong. Gordon Kennedy's in absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you can choose your friends as well. He was in my, my last thing I got on TV in 2000. So he did your show. Seven. <laughs> I don't understand. Your Gordon why Kennedy meant... did my talk. Did talking cock in Danish in uh, Copenhagen. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember you told me. In that. wonderful, wonderful <laughs> Copenhagen. Do you? If I lived in Copenhagen, if I even just went there, I would sing that all the time. Do you not find yourself singing that all the time? Well, we don't. Wonderful, wonderful. We do it, but there's an island called Bornholm, and we do it when we go there. Oh, okay. But there's no adjective. It's just Bonham, Bonham, Bonham. <laughs> it's the place I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see um, David Cameron? This is won't mean anything to the people at home. Today, David Cameron, when he resigned, he, you know, he resigned today. Basically, he said he's giving up in a couple of days, uh, and he said, "That's it. Thank you very much. It's good. I'm going." And then he walked back into the Ten Downing Street, and when he got to the door, he was still had his mic on. He went. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, good. And I, I wondered if he was, like, in his head, in his head he's thinking, this will probably be in the headlines of the news. And when they'll show me going, that's it, I'm going, do-do-do-do-do. And he was doing the music. Ah, oh, good, that'll be in there. That man was in charge of our country, do you remember? It was kind of his fault that all this stuff happened. What a prick. It's quite, it's quite interesting, like your whole political situation. Because when you're in Denmark, you're like, ah, oh, it's a fucked country and the political stuff is so strange and weird. It's so embarrassing. And then you go to here, you're like, oh, wait, that's, I think it's just politics. <laughs> like internationally. No, this, is the wor- this is really the worst thing. Like, since, you know, I'm not going to include uh, Nazi Germany, but since then, <laughs> Nazi Germany was a little worse than this so far. <laughs> um, 
I'll ask you an emergency question and then we'll, that we'll let people go and uh, we'll find out. I mean, if that guy has died, <laughs> we can do with that. If Andy McH died, I'd, honestly, I'd, I'd say oh, it's sad. Oh, that is sad. I'd, yeah. For my bank balance, mainly. Uh, I've even got a Virgilio Anderson t shirt, that's how. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. One person. <laughs> um, I'll ask you one last final question. If you could jump into a pool of something, Sophie Hagen, but anything you wanted, what would be in the pool you jumped into? Uh, for how long? <laughs> be in it. You jump in and then you could get out straight away if you wanted, or stay and wallow in whatever you had chosen to put in it. For how long? Your, it would be your choice. And Once you're in, it's your choice. Stay in as long as you like. Are there other people around? No. No? No, because they don't want to jump into a pool of whatever you want to jump into. <laughs> so, Unless it's a pool of water, which would be a weak answer to anything. Okay, so we're not, I'm not, I can't be like realistic and just be like, I'd like a week with my own private pool. Yeah, you can have that, yeah. <laughs> just water. You can't. No people. Oh. Okay. Could I do? take what? stuff from the pool with me up? I think if it's anything that's stuck to you, you could keep. <laughs> so if you jumped into a, a, you know, ungulant of some kind. Slightly sticky 50-pound notes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be really sweaty. Yeah. I think you'd be allowed, you'd be allowed to take a, uh, an armful, I think, of that. Yeah, and yeah. then just squeeze... You, you, you couldn't see <laughs> Would you be concerned that by... I mean, I suppose it's what height you jump into it from. Wouldn't you be concerned oh, yeah. you might oh, hit the bottom and can die? I, I, can I just, just roll into it? <laughs> you can roll. <laughs> I have to jump. You have to jump. Like, oh, you have to jump to get this £50 notes worth of stuff. One last question. <laughs> Should penis transplants be allowed? What's that, like, where you make them... Where someone uh, loses their penis. You know, that's the way it's useful currently. Someone loses their penis and then they get someone else's penis. Whose penis? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? And that's where, that's where the ethical lines start to grow, because what if they I go, think... I fancy Richard Herring's penis? No one's going to specifically ask. They are. They, well, they might have heard about it. If, if they've they heard go, about it, they're it. not going to want it. <laughs> <They are. laughs> But the thing is, if someone loses their penis, it's yeah. probably a reason, and yeah. that person probably doesn't deserve a new one. Wow, that's very harsh on very harsh that's on people weird. with. Like two uh, feminists, woo, and the rest of you are very like, harsh on people with cancer of the penis. There, <laughs> is that a thing? Is that a thing? I would say so. That's the you know you've upset the Roman Catholics, people at home. It's very upsetting for, and also you've upset the people uh, lose their penis in botched circumcisions. <sighs> So you've been very offensive at the end here. I don't know, I hope Prince Andrew is listening to this. <laughs> He'll be furious when he hears about this. As long as you really need it. Yeah. And you, you can't be picky. Well, that's the interesting thing, you know. Yeah, you we, can't. You just you have to well, be you just have to take whatever is given to you. Because that's what you do from birth. Right? You can't be like, oh, what a new one. Well, yeah, if you get the choice, if someone says, we're going to give you another one, yeah, I would go, well, can. okay, no, I'm going to have a little think about this one. No, you can't. Because you just, just take the penis bring that... me, Bring me a tray with all the available penises that are a match for my tissue type, and I will pick one out. No, that's not... No, and no, no. pump them up so they're erect so I can see... No, because then, <laughs> because then people could lie. Then people could be like, oh, I just 
last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why fight. that's what everyone goes. It's a good idea. What if rich people start hunting beautiful penis men down, like in a jungle? Uh, and it all comes back to you. <laughs> it does. That's what I'm worried about. But that's uh, why my, my my rule is better, where you don't get to people. You just get the one you're. Yeah, that seems harsh. No, I don't think so. What if it's an animal penis? Yeah. Yeah. Then what? Then what? That's well, that. W- that's what you want, though. You want one of those that like have this little thing that blows up, so you can't. Is that dogs? <laughs> don't look at me. You know exactly. You've done shows, but you know exactly what I mean. There's animals where, it, like, the the tip of it becomes like a little ball or something, and then right. they can't. She can't pull away. Oh yeah. It you... can't pull away. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? This is the thing. <laughs> You're looking at me the way I looked at you when you talked about the royal this family. This is how it works in Denmark. Am I... A dog's not... Are they not animals out... Don't look at me like he looks at me, you fucking followers. It was when you went to she Google rather it. than it, that Google is... Uh, all right, I'll just Google dog's penis. I can't imagine that... I can't imagine that having an impact on my... Uh, balloon. On, on my Put Google's balloon. Dog's penis... <laughs> you know that has never come up in that sort of, you know they suggest things that's not suggesting and that's just one let's have a look my dog's penis is swollen up like a balloon and will not go back exactly. out of my vagina <laughs> my dog's penis keeps swelling up like a balloon why is my dog's penis out and inflated like a balloon my dog's penis is swollen like a balloon and got stuck outside of my pe- male dog penis like my male dog penis <laughs> is swollen at the tip like a balloon he's oh, I've got to read this one this, we might we might be here for some time if you don't want to hear it <laughs> this is Yahoo Answers my male dog penis is swollen at the tip like a balloon he seems to be in pain what should I do question mark question mark my dog is not fixed and is about one and a half years old uh, then there's an advert for coffee tables <laughs> This may be a bit unexplicit, but the dog may just, well, have pleasured himself. After completion of the mating act, the dog's penis will become quite swollen. There'll be a knob at the base where the penis leaves the sheath. Some people are getting off at this at home. The rest will be very red. And the veins quite prominent. Some dogs get a bubble-like swelling at the top. Did I not just win this? I don't think you should be proud of knowing what, how, what happens when this a dog is, gets an erection. That's common knowledge. That's common, common knowledge. knowledge amongst people who've had sex with dogs, <laughs> right, Sophie. Or who've just done the research. Yeah. Many people Everyone who... knows that, right? <laughs> I feel if there are any people um, listening who have this problem, try putting a cool cloth on it to reduce <laughs> well, That would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be fun, wouldn't it, to get your... Here's a cool cloth around your penis. I think the dog will get more excited by that. I know I would. Just tell my the... owner would to do that to me. Tell the dog about your mother and it'll lose. <laughs> the well, that was an unexpected end, and I don't think we should, literally, in every sense, uh, we've swollen up like a balloon. I, felt, I thought everyone knew that. Yeah. You've embarrassed yourself in so many ways on this podcast. I, I feel it now. Can we cut out uh, the whole bit? Yeah, we probably can. Like the whole podcast. Yeah, we'll send you that one with all the bits cut out. 
gonna, I'll send, we're just going to put out the bits that have to be cut out. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> um, so, it's been lovely to talk to you again. Yeah, Thank a, you. What's your new show in Edinburgh called this year? It's called Shimmer Shatter. Okay. Edinburgh's probably finished by the time this goes yeah, out. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm touring it. Are you? Yeah. Everywhere? Everywhere. Cool. Shimmer Shatter. It's my fan, so. Yeah, it's good. And what's Shimmer that? Shatter. And what's that, what's that about... Uh, the show? Yeah. It's about how I don't know how to function as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel has come across. I feel no, like I've advertised the show quite I think well. this is mainly my, my fault. My basic personality. I, I think what's happened tonight is I will take the responsibility for really? it. Really? Yeah. That's so kind of you. Because it's been beautiful. It's been a wonderful experience. Uh, it's fun, you're a fantastic comedian. Everyone must go and see you. Thank and you. thank you very much for coming in. It's Sophie Hagel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sophie Hagel. You have been listening to Richard Haynes' Leicester's Bird Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Sophie Hagen. The music is by Pest. Thank you to everyone at the Old Faster Strike, to everyone at the Leicester's Bird Theatre, to everyone at the British Comedy Guide, to everyone at iTunes. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Thanks to you if you've told your friends about this podcast. Thank you if you are one of those friends who has listened. Why not tell your friends about it? The producer is Ben Walker. It's a fuzz. Go Faster Strike and Sky Potato Production. 